Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. It's what I like to call the how of the Holy Spirit enabling us and empowering us to do the what of the Holy Word. I'll take it further and say that absent the power of the Holy Spirit, you have no hope of being able to do anything that God has commanded you to do. And certainly as it relates to the Christian marriage, the Christian family. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Colossians. As believers and followers of Christ, many of us spend the days of our lives learning the whys of our faith. Once we learn about what and why we do certain things, our next question is often, how? As Pastor J.D. will teach you in his message today, our reliance upon God's Spirit is crucial when it comes to the how of our faith. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of Colossians chapter 4 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. It's not as unto man, it's as unto the Lord. It's pleasing to the Lord. It's out of reverence for the Lord. It's unto the Lord. And here's the thing, God will bless it. He has to. God will bless that child that obeys and honors their mother and their father. God will bless that employee who submits to and works hard as unto the Lord for that employer. And it goes both ways, employer. (laughs) God will bless you when you treat your employees fairly. And God will bless that wife who submits to the authority of her husband, even if he is a jerk. God's still going to bless it. God's going to bless you for doing that which He has commanded you and I to do. That's why. Well, this brings us to the how. That's the question, okay? If this is why were to submit, then is it possible to submit? And if so, how? Yeah. It's what I like to call the how of the Holy Spirit enabling us and empowering us to do the what of the Holy Word. I'll take it further and say that absent the power of the Holy Spirit, you have no hope of being able to do anything that God has commanded you to do. And certainly as it relates to the Christian marriage, the Christian family. You know, what's interesting to me is that Paul, when writing about this, wives submitting to your husbands, husbands loving your wives, children obeying your parents, Fathers, don't embitter your children. Workers, work as unto the Lord for your employer and vice versa. 
In Ephesians 6, it's in the context of grieving the Holy Spirit. Why do I point that out? Because absent the Holy Spirit, you can forget it. You know, I need to be as clear, maybe even as blunt as I need to be, and say to you that some of you need the Holy Spirit in your marriage, in your life, in your home, and in your workplace. And that's the problem. And there's another problem. And the other problem is, is that I think we do err greatly when we focus on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And maybe one of the reasons for that is because the gifts are more outward, they're instant, whereas with fruit, well, (laughs) that takes time. That takes nurturing. That takes work. Because see, that fruit has to grow. And you know what the fruit of the Holy Spirit is, right? Oh, interesting. Fruit singular, not plural. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And the fruit, Galatians 5, of the Holy Spirit is love. Now, when you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, what comes with that is joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And Paul writing to the churches in Galatia says, against such there is no law. In other words, when I have the power of the Holy Spirit, I am then able to submit as unto the Lord, not as unto man. And it will go well for me. Whenever my daughter comes to me and she's not being very compliant. She's at that that age, you know. It's more defiant than it is compliant. And I always say to her, you need to obey your mother and your father so it will go well for you. And then we pray. And I ask her to pray first. And sometimes those are some of the best prayers I've ever heard my daughter pray. Oh God, please, I want it to go well for me. Because I know when it's not going well for me. You might be thinking to yourself, you know, with all due respect, Pastor, you're describing something that just is so unrealistic. This is pie in the sky. 
Children, obey your parents. Wives, submit to your husbands. Employees, work heartily as unto the Lord, not as unto your employer. Employers, treat your employees fair. In what world are you living in? Oh, maybe back in the 60s, right? This might be more realistic. But that's not the world I live in. That's not the job that I'm in. That's not the marriage that I'm in. That's not the home I live in. This this would be a dream. (laughs) Children that obey, that alone. Can I get a witness? (laughs) Marriages where (laughs) the husband is submitted to the Lord, and the wife is submitted to the husband. And by the way, the kids, the children are watching mom and dad, you know. They're watching mom and dad. How about the workplace? Pastor, again, with all due respect, you don't know who I work for. I mean, I'm convinced I actually work for the Antichrist. It's the Antichrist. <laughs> Listen, they <laughs> wait a minute. How do you know? By the way, they're not the Antichrist, okay? Uh, They might be Antichrist, and Antichrist, anti-Christian, and against you because you are a Christian and they make it even harder for you. But how do you know that God hasn't put you in that job for such a time as this. You don't think that that employer isn't watching you as his employee? You're not stealing from the company. You're not only working hard when he's watching. I remember, no I'm not going to share that (laughs) because I had a boss, I have to share it now because I said I already blew it. So I had a boss that was, I mean, you know, he would come around the corner to his office, and it was within a direct line of sight to my office, and whenever he came around, he'd always look at me, and I'd be like, you know, calling, working. And then, I, and then when he would go back into the service department, I would just, <sighs> oh, how about this one? You're on the phone on a personal call on company time. Yeah, hi honey, how you doing? And then the boss walked by. Yes, we'll get that order out to you right away, sir. Wow. How about if as the Christian employee working heartily with all your heart, your whole heart as unto the Lord, going the extra mile, you don't think that that employer isn't going to take notice? You're not like all the others. How do you know that God isn't going to use you to bring your anti-Christian employer 
to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. What if I told you that maybe that's why you're in that job? And here you're praying for another job. Lord say, no, I have you there. It goes, you can take this across the board in every arena of life. How about the Christian wife who has a husband that is not a believer? Oh, that's a hard one, yeah? We talked about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. But wife, how do you know that by submitting to your non-Christian husband, that that doesn't bring your non-Christian husband to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? God will bless it. That is His ordained authority structure. Let me hasten to qualify that. Wives, you never submit to your husbands if it's illegal, immoral, or unbiblical. There is a qualifier. Children should never be subjected to abuse at the hand of a parent. That is not obeying your mother and father. That is not honoring your mother and father. I mean, there are qualifiers. But again, if you're asking yourself, how can this dream that you're describing here out of Colossians become real in my life, in my marriage, in my job. Answer, ask for the Holy Spirit. Is that too simple? Let me say it again. You need to ask the Lord, ask God to fill you, baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Because you need the Holy Spirit in order to live a holy life. Absent the Holy Spirit, you have no hope. The Christian I feel the most pity for is the Christian who is trying to live a godly life absent the power of the Holy Spirit. Husbands, you cannot be the husband that God has commanded and called you to be and love your wife as Christ loved the church absent the Holy Spirit. You cannot in and of yourself love her that way. It's impossible for you. And wives, you can in no way in and of yourselves submit to your husbands unless you have the Holy Spirit, the helper, indwelling you, empowering you, and enabling you to. And the same thing is true across the board in every arena of life. I want to close with Luke's Gospel, chapter 11. I want to read verses 9 through 13. And please, I know this might seem like a firm grasp of the obvious when I say this, but all you have to do is ask. You have not this dream marriage, this dream job, this dream family, these 
dream children. You have not because you have not asked. Wait, what are you saying, pastor? All I have to do is ask? Yeah. That's all you have to do. Ask. No, I'm serious. I want to ask you about this. And I want you to think about what I'm going to ask you. When was the last time you asked the Lord for help? When was the last time you said, Lord, (laughs) yeah, no, uh -uh. unless you enable me to do this, empower me to do this, unless you fill me with the Holy Spirit, this is, this is not going to happen. When was the last time you asked the Lord for help? When was the last time you asked the Lord for the Holy Spirit? Listen to what Jesus says, and we talked about this again on Thursday night in our study in Proverbs. Jesus is speaking. He says, so I say to you, ask, <laughs> and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Very important. Before I read what he says next. In the original language, this carries the idea of ask, keep on asking. Seek, keep on seeking. Knock, keep on knocking. Don't stop knocking. Like the persistent widow we talked about last week, who just wouldn't give up. And finally, this unrighteous judge says to himself, there's no way I'm going to get this woman off my back unless I give her the justice that is due. And just by sure virtue of her persistence and tenacity, he reluctantly gives her her justice due. And the whole point of the parable is, if an unrighteous judge is going to do that for this one who persists in prayer, how much more will your heavenly Father do that for you? The whole point of the parable was to keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. There may be some here today or watching online, And you've been praying for years. You've been asking for years. You've been seeking for years. You've been knocking for years. Don't give up. Don't ever stop asking for that daughter, for that son to come back. Don't ever stop asking for that husband, for that wife. Don't ever stop seeking. Don't ever stop knocking on that door. Listen to what Jesus then goes on to say. Which of you fathers, let's say parents, okay? If your son asks for a fish, 
will give him a snake instead. Anybody, any parent here, if your child asked you for a, would you give them a, if they, they asked you for some seafood, you know, fish, cod, sea, uh, sea bass, Chilean sea bass. Mm. Would you give them a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, and we are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give, listen, the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Well, wait a minute, Pastor. I, I thought when I gave my life to Christ and was born again that I, I received the Holy Spirit. You did. The Holy Spirit indwelt you at the time that you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit now is living in you. But the Holy Spirit that we need to ask for is the Holy Spirit, not just in us, but upon us, so that our lives will become like torrents, powerful torrents, of living water. Uh, I just thought of this, so I think this is the Lord, and this will be my, uh, I know I said this was, this was the last thing, but this is the last, and I'll close with this, okay? So let's say you have a canoe, and it's there on the beach, okay? And it's in the sand, but you need to get it into the water, uh, and it's really heavy, so you're, you're trying to push it, and it's, you know, maybe moving an inch. So you call some of the brothers to come over to help you. And they're pushing and grunting and striving and trying, and still that bugger just ain't moving. And all of a sudden, here comes the tide. And you could, with your pinky, just push that heavy canoe effortlessly, because now you have the power of that living water, if you will. That's the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. It is available to you. It is there for the asking. Thanks for joining Pastor J.D. today on In Spirit and Truth. We know that this time in our nation is uncertain, but one thing remains steadfast. God is in control. We encourage you to spend time during this season in the Word, in prayer, and in the presence of God. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Chapel Kaneohe is holding services online only. We would still love to worship with you virtually, so please join Pastor JD at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well to be notified when each week's service is made available. 
Pastor J.D. will continue to share his Mideast prophecy updates as well. In these, Pastor J.D. takes a critical look at the news and events happening around the globe and compares them with prophecies found in the Bible, sharing God's views on what's taking place. You'll find these on YouTube or on our website. Again, that's in spiritandtruthradio.com. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're constantly lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Is there anything specific we can be praying for you about? If so, send an email to us at office at calvarychapelkaneohe.com. That's office at calvarychapelkaneohe.com. Would you do the same for us, please? Keep Pastor J.D. and our church staff in your prayers, asking the Lord to guide us as we navigate this new and unexpected time in history. And of course, please keep our nation and our leaders in your prayers too, as well as all those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and thanks for tuning in to In Spirit and Truth.